Hi, welcome to the Broke Girl Society podcast. I'm Christina, and today we have guest host Josh, who is going to kind of aid me in this this episode. And then we have Debbie, and Debbie is just starting recovery. We're talking two days in. Um, She's tried before, but this time she's she's taken some some different steps to really help uh, guide her through recovery this go around. She's self-excluded and she's reached out and and trying different things. So I really look forward to sharing her story um, and continuing to share it throughout her journey and and just being able to walk with her in her recovery journey. So let's just listen in. It's going to have a bonus episode and a great conversation. So I'm going to go ahead and um, let Debbie introduce herself because you know me and you know Josh at this point, I would think. Uh, so hi, Debbie. Hi, Christina. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> we kind of had a different, we were kind of going to go a different way, but um, things kind of changed up. So I want to ask you, you've made some, some really big, big decisions with your recovery and you're really early in recovery, right? Uh, there. Yes. Very early. Yeah. Do you want to share how many, how many days you are? <laughs> um, two, yeah. <laughs> this no, go, this go around. I remember day two <laughs> yeah. and, and I think it's, um, if I could jump in, um, Christina, tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think recover being in recovery is not indicative of how many days it's been since you've gambled right you're in recovery even when you're active in your addiction recovery is like a decision that i want to i want to fight this thing yeah i agree with that so you've probably so when did you start or when did you realize gambling was a problem (laughs) i don't know about you guys but probably I knew probably kind of like in the back of my head, but just didn't really want to say it out loud for about six months. But the words came out of my mouth about, um, about three months ago. And it was about uh, four in the morning at a casino. And um, it was this kind of like a pivotal moment where I just had a kind of, uh, I was with uh, my uh, boyfriend at the casino. It was yeah, about four in the morning and it, it was, um, not a very uh, proud moment. <laughs> um, and uh, I just kind of broke down and, um, and, and I said the words out loud, um, I have a problem. And as soon as I said those words, it was like, it, it was, it was hard to say them at first, but man, it was like this huge weight was lifted off, was lifted off of me. And uh, you know, it, it was, well, uh, you guys know, it, and I was, we were sitting there in the casino when I said those words. Can I tell you what I find really interesting about your story so far? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I just find this so compelling. You were, you told me, um, you, are you, you, you told us, you said, I knew I had a problem, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Yeah. Right. But then you have this moment where you do say it out loud and you tell us and you're you it's like it, you know, that was your moment. Right. 
It's like, that's when you knew. And it's like, you knew the whole time that the moment that you say this out loud is like the moment that I'm admitting to myself that this is true, which means, which is like a whole different journey, right? Cause you were, you know, cause you probably enjoyed gambling. I mean, I did. Oh gosh. Oh yes. Love it. Love it. And, um, I, um, and I also, you know what my biggest worry was, um, and I've told Christina this, you know, I haven't shared this. The only person in my life that knows of this problem is, is, is my boyfriend. Um, because he's the one that I would gamble with. And, um, uh, but he's known he's, but he's never said anything to me, but you know, I mean, he definitely has picked up on, uh, my issues <laughs> for sure. I would say definitely at least in the last year, um, but that night while morning um, that that happened, um, we had actually um, got into an argument because, um, well, as most of them uh, started at the casino, he would come over to the slot machine that I was at and I would immediately get irritated because mm. I wanted to be left yeah. alone. Familiar feeling. We're both like, yep, yep, know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's going to come over here and he's going to say he wants to go. And I don't care if we've been here for eight freaking hours. I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's absurd even telling you guys this. I mean. No, this is real for both of us. You don't understand. You're talking to two gambling addicts, man. We've been there. And Christina, was your thing slots too? Yeah. 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 I was the slots person as well. Oh, you were, Josh. Okay. I knew Christina was. I wasn't sure what you were. Okay. You know, um, he's going to want to leave. And I immediately just get, you know, just get pissed in my inside. And uh, I mean, well, of course he wants to leave. Mm -hmm. We've been there forever. You know, we've exhausted like, you know, uh, he, you know, he just is not in the same mind frame that I'm in. And he finally that night, I just kind of like, he's like, Gabby, he's like, when is it ever going to be enough? He goes, you will never leave until you have no money left. Right. Because, you know, you, I, and, I mean, he called me out and I just, he goes, I'm just going to, and that, that particular night we, uh, we had had, we met family earlier that day. So we had two separate cars and he goes, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to wait. I go. And I remember, and you guys, this is not me at all. I know you don't know me, but I, I don't get mad really easy. And I could just feel the blood boil and I just turned around I looked at him I do just leave just leave I mean it was like so mad just get out of my thing and he just and I think he he was oh, oh whoa you know and um he just kind of walked away I'm like oh and I thought okay now I can just go back to being in harmony with be be back with my uh you can go back yeah and then he he, he, he was gone. I went, oh, good. I left me alone. But he didn't go. He goes, I'm not going to leave you here. No. And uh, this guy I, loves you. I, it was so weird. I, yeah, I, he, you know what? He does. He does. At that point, um, I knew he had, well, when I realized, I turned around and I knew he hadn't left. He was, I'm not going to leave you here. And uh, I, yeah. I, that was my moment when I could feel the tears well up. And here I'm in, and it's a public place. I'm like, I can't right here. I can't right here. And I, I couldn't help it. The, just these tears came. We went and we sat down, you know, we, um, like a little um, restaurant area, like right in the middle of the casino. And I just said those words out loud. 
And um, I hadn't even, he had no idea how much trouble I was in financially. Um, And so I was like, okay, it's time for me to just let this all out. And it felt, like I said, it felt really good. Um, And when was that? That was the moment. That was about two months ago. Got it. Pretty, pretty recent. Christina, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think in recovery, it is better to be gentle with yourself than not? Does that make sense? I think there's a, there's, there's a line that we need to, to walk. I think we need to, to offer ourselves forgiveness. We need to offer ourselves uh, compassion. Um, but yeah. we also need to address the addiction side of us. And, and that needs a firmer, uh, tougher side. It's, it's, it's just, it's separating the two out. It's separating the addiction. It's just like you said, Debbie, you know, I know you don't know me, but this is not me. I'm not a person that angers. That's the addiction. That's right. you can separate that out to the addiction and to yourself. And so, yes, on, on ourselves, we need to be kinder. We struggled with an addiction. We struggled with, with this, this illness or affliction or whatever anybody feels comfortable calling it. Um, and then, but with, with the addiction side of it, we need to be firmer and, and forceful and be like, you're not going to control my life. I am not going to allow you to, to dictate my actions anymore. So yeah, it's just finding, it's finding that line of, of, of you know, grace and, and also uh, strength. Yeah. So, okay. So when you were having this moment with, with your um, boyfriend, um- and you were sitting in there and, and you explained, you know, you were able to talk to him and you, and you told him about your financial situation at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. What was his reaction? Um, he would, he was not shocked at all because like I said, um, uh, he saw the behaviors, uh, for at least a good month, uh, a year, a good year. He saw the behaviors, um, increasing more and more, you know, for example, you know, not, not wanting to leave, um, ever and, um, uh, not stopping. Like, he's like, wow, you just, you know, I mean, there's a few times I got, you know, a, a one big, he's like, okay, let's go, you know, let's go, let's leave. I'm like, Ugh. Somewhere in my brain, I'm like, oh, this is easy. I can just do this over and over and over again. And, uh, so I'm like, waving and I wouldn't be happy until it was all gone and you know and so he, he would try to be more um of the voice of oh you know but I think what uh, he did was yeah. finally he, he just gave up because he he wasn't gonna he just gave up and just said okay, okay I'm not I, I'm not gonna be able to get through to her so I'm just gonna you know you know because um if I can step back a few 51 years old I didn't I didn't even start gambling. Um, let's see, 40, 45. And it was, um, yeah, uh, like on a regular basis. And, and, and it was actually like him, he had, he's always, um, gambled. It was actually something that him and his mom would do together, like on a Sunday afternoon or whatever. Um, but He's one of those people that I'm sure that you guys, when you were, uh, you know, active in your addiction, you're like, man, why can't I be that person and just, and then go and leave or just hang out and not gamble anymore. Um, so when we started doing that, we've been together about five years. I was that person. I'm like, God, this is kind of fun. And I would be happy with, you know, uh, 20 bucks or, or, you know, whatever. And go, oh, this is fun. And look at this cute little game and blah, blah, blah. And I think, and I've heard this on other podcasts. 
I think my turning point of when I thought I, I kind of start, you know, started turning around going, uh, is when I won on a slot. I won um, 1300 bucks. And I think that's when it started turning going in my brain going, oh, wow. Well, you know what? That money could come in handy because I need this skateboard, this tape. And I actually thought in my head, looking at it like as a. I'm going to make money doing this. Yeah. Oh, what? I got to go and sit at a slot machine, make money. No big deal. I can do that. No bigs. Winning's the worst thing that can happen to you if you're in a, a gambling app. Yeah. It is. Um, I've heard that on the. I'm like, it's so true. Because I think about it and I'm like, that is definitely when the tables turned for me. Um, it was after my that win. And I, and I won again, maybe a couple more times and stuff. But I don't even, if I were to go and look at all the <laughs> losses, uh-huh. oh my gosh. But I think that, that it gets in your head that, oh, but where, and maybe you guys can help me with this. When, at the point when that happens, you know, in our brain, went, oh, I got this. Where's our common sense go <laughs> that says, this isn't happening. You keep putting your money in. Nothing is happening. You're not going to get it again. And you're down, you know, 500,000. Where does our common sense go? I don't know that I have the best answer for that because, you know, I spent seven, seven years compulsively in this addiction, but I I gambled for 15. So the first part of that, I was able to control myself. And then. Oh, so you were kind of like what I was talking about. You were that person. Yeah. Okay. I started at at 28. It became a problem at 35 and I made my last bet at 42. So, I mean, there was a long span there and, um, Josh, Josh is young though. Josh is only 27. So he started, he start. yeah, he's, he's young and he started, how old were you, Josh? You were, I started, I gambled for the first time when I was 15. I was, I, I, I have always looked older. So I, I was able to get into the casino. Can, I mean, I'm 27 now and, um, I, um, I placed my last bet six months ago. So that's still, uh, Congratulations. Large, thank you. That's still a large number of years. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Christina's right. It is. I think what you have to realize is at, at least for me, I see the addict part of myself as a different person. There's me. And then there's the addict part of me who is a compulsive gambler. And (laughs) this is what's hard. You spend time trying to convince yourself that you have control over that addict part of yourself that you're like, you know what? I'm going to go in this time. I'm going to have control. Or, you know, because, because that's what we tell ourselves. That's the beginning story at the casino is I'm going to go in. I'm only going to do this or I'm going to leave at this time. Realize we have no control. We have a problem. Yeah. And I think it's about like the reason you felt so you felt so much better when you admitted that you have a problem is because what we have to do is surrender to the fact that we are a gambling addict. We have to surrender to the fact that we will never have control. And we have to find a way to remind ourselves of that so that we don't go gamble. I don't think it's about trying to regain common sense. We're a gambling addict for whatever reason we have no control in whatever our compulsion is. So it's like, we just have to not do it, (laughs) unfortunately, right? It's just like, we have to abstain. And it's about convincing yourself to do it, finding whatever 
mix of solutions help you not gamble, help you stay in recovery or stay um, not gambling. I think we'll be in recovery the rest of our lives. But it's about like time compounds on each other, right, Christina? So Christina has almost made it seven months. But prior to that, Christina, you made it like like two months once, right, before you relapsed or... Yeah, I made it just just shy of two months. And then I I relapsed for, I think, uh, three days. And then I picked it back up. I actually like the word slip. Can we we use the word slip? I hear that on your podcast. Uh, Slip means sobriety lost its priority. And I like that. I like that because that's, that's when we do slip is when we start thinking that we have control of it, that we, uh, you know, that we somehow can function without focusing on, on recovery and focusing on what we, our needs and what we need to do to stay, to stay away. Now, this brings me to kind of like our next little segue here though, Debbie, you, um, when we talk about tools, because you are just a few days in, right? Yes. And yeah. Yeah. And you know what, when I had April on, she, she was just, just a few days in too. Well, she was about, about 10 days in and she was like, I can't make any promises. And that's the thing with recovery is we can't make any promises. I can't promise you that I won't slip. All I can promise you is that I'm going to do everything in my power not to, and that I don't want to. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put any of that on you. Um, but what I do know, the tools that you are utilizing is that, um, do you want to talk about ban- the self ban about your experience so that somebody else who might be listening can, can hear that? Absolutely. And I know it's quite different. It's different than, um, you know, state to state as, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that till you and I had chatted. Um, but so when I had said, you know, when we, when we left, I, I, you know, I'm done, I'm done. And I really felt that way. And then like three weeks, it was like three weeks. And then I said to my boyfriend, it was Friday and I go, let's do an experiment. And and he's like, what? And I go, I want to go and see if I can, what, like Josh said, um, I, let's see if I can do this responsibly. And, um, and he's just like, oh, okay. And uh, of epic fail, of course, uh, uh, you know, so I just want to start, I just want to like start it with this, this thing with this, with um, my attempts have been, you know, of responsibly doing it. <laughs> responsibly doing um have failed i mean it failed as soon as i mean it's almost like as soon as you walk in there and you're back in that environment it's gone it's gone yeah i want to jump in i want to jump in real quick and say that is a really good test if if you don't know whether or not you have a problem uh go in set a time limit set a spending amount and if you can't if you can't leave within that time limit or stay within that budget then you have a problem you know, it's, it's up to you to know how bad of a problem, but that's kind of where they're going with this responsible gaming situation is, you know, set a time limit, set a budget. But if you're somebody like myself or like the three, you know, the three of us here, we're past that. But there was a time in our, in our, in our gambling careers that we could do that. Good point. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I, I just think that they use this responsible gambling term a little bit too loosely, but anyway, so I apologize. I just wanted to say if anybody was kind of struggling with, mm-hmm. with recognizing that if it's a problem, that's a great, that's a great way. And, and you just explained, you tried it. It didn't work. 
Oh, yeah. I, and, and I remember at the end of the night, I go, well, that was an epic fail. Um, but, you know, I just want to say um, that, you guys, I, you know, I'm, one thing I can say a strength of mine would be I'm pretty self-aware. And I, in my conscience, I knew that, you know, um, at that point, it wasn't going to work subconsciously. But anyway, so you had asked about the self thing. So I, I just want to preface all this by saying that, yeah, I, um, since that, that night that I told you that that was my big, you know, that the, uh, breakdown of the casino. Yeah. There's been, um, a few times, um, last weekend, um, was probably, well, Sunday was probably have to listen to a couple of, uh, your podcasts and um Tara's podcast, which are great. I mean, oh, I, they're just godsend. Um, Why? Because they're so relatable. It's like I'm not alone in this, right? That's why I love listening to them. Yes, yeah. And you hear stories, and you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not alone, and I'm not completely because I'm like, I'm crazy, you know, my mind, you know, because I'm. It's like, oh, I'm not the only one. Right. And if they can do it, I can do it. I feel that way. Like seeing other, like seeing Christina. Um, by the way, we need to get to your experience being banned. I think that was the original question, but when the conversation is good, we just get it going. Cause I am curious to know, I am really curious to know how that experience was. Something about that topic was brought up on um, Christina's uh, page. Well, I, it had to have been about a couple, maybe it was a couple months ago, um, Christina. You know what? It's probably time I do that. Well, you know, and uh, it was you, Christina, said, well, in Washington State, it's not like that, like it is where you guys are. Um, you have to physically walk into each casino. Each, and it's not a one casino in the whole state. No. And, and it was after listening to a couple of, a podcast and again after just having a good another good long cry and just realizing going you know if I just keep on this path I'm never going to be in a good place uh not only financially but um it as you guys know mentally and um well and all the things and so I thought well the only thing I mean I have to do that self and that's the only thing that that's left to do i have to actually <laughs> be forced you know be banned you know so and i remember i had what christina told me so i'm like okay so uh thursday i just decided well i'm gonna go to my first favorite one and it's about 10 10, 10 miles away and i i was just like literally oh i messaged you christina. i was shaking and I drove um, and I had to walk in and here I'm walking in to the casino, went right by my favorite game. That's right by the cash machine I told you about. And I'm like, oh gosh, went right to the security person, looked at me and they, this, they were wonderful. I, and, and I said the words I need to self, I said self-exclude is okay. And uh, he took me right in the back and they were wonderful at this one. Um, they said, you know, this is what this entails. So we're, you're going to sign this form. This means this is indefinite. Um, uh, 
you know, so if we're, we're, you know, we've got your, your, you know, your license, your car make, um, they took my picture, all of that. And they said, you know, you, you, you won't be able to, because a lot, I don't know about where you guys are at, but like we're out here, a lot of, um, concerts are at the casinos. So like my, you know, I mean, we don't go to a lot of them, but, um, you know, a lot of, you know, people that would love to see go to these places and I go, so I won't be able to go to the, nothing. I'm, I'm not on the property at all. I can't go on the property at all. Um, so, and I said, and so they explained it, but you know what the man said to me, the general manager of that casino said, he goes, when he goes, I want to ask you something. He says, do you have, when have you, when did you stop having fun? And I said, Oh, wow. That was a good question. Cause I had to think about it. Uh-huh. And he goes, because that's when you, when you've stopped having fun and it's just about, you know, he says, then it's, you know, you, you, and, and I just thought that that was a, there's a general manager, you know, casino and he's thinking about money, you know, he's trying to me and talking to me about this. And he actually even said, he goes, I so wish more people would do this. You know, he goes, it's not like we can force them to go. Absolutely. And that's what I, yes, that's what I think about all the time. There are the casino employees see, they literally see firsthand. And so it takes a tremendous amount of strength to do what you did. And I bet they do wish that more people, I mean, if you're a human being, you don't want to see someone destroying their lives. They get a front row seat to it, especially, you know, all, all of that. So it is a very powerful decision to go in and do what you did. And I'm glad to hear that that experience went well for you. I'm glad that it went well for you. Did you, is that the only- Yeah. Hey, Josh, don't be patting my back yet. Uh, I wouldn't do that yet. <laughs> well, I was about to say, was there more? Did you walk into more and, and how that experience go? Yeah. So, uh, so I get escorted and they have to escort you to your car. Um, so I got escorted, escorted out. But again, they were very right there so I'm like you know what I'm going to the other one there's two main ones around where I live that um that I go to um so I'm like I don't get it it was a god it was about a good another half an hour drive I'm I'm on a roll I'm not stopping because if I don't do it I I'm I'm doing it so get in my car go back there I I snapped a picture of the paperwork to Christina and I was proud of myself you did you sent it to me and you sent me a message yeah, proud of you too. No, I was feeling really good. So, um, yeah. Uh, so the second one unfortunately didn't go as well as this first one. So I um, uh, walk into the second one, and um, it's quite larger than the first one, quite larger. And but I found, um, and and they always just say just find a security people, and I found uh, a gentleman, and. Th- and, and I don't know if he, they were having a bad night or whatever. They go, okay, you need to go. You guys, I'm not kidding. You need to go sit right over there. And I'm pointing like, like your listeners can see me, but um, sit right over there, which is literally by the bar and all the, like a bunch of games. And so we'll be with you in a moment. Um, well, a moment turned into half an hour. <laughs> 45 minutes do you uh that was torture um and so I'm like 
And I'm looking at other people laughing, having fun, winning. And I, the lump is in my throat. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I, I bought a beer. And I thought, I'm just going to have a beverage, sit back, wait. Where are these people? Tick tock, tick tock. And at one moment, I go, I'm, this is a sign. I'm supposed to play one more time. So I got up because I'm not kidding you. There was all the games right there, cash machine right there. Mm-hmm. I thought in my warped little mind that it was some kind of a sign. So mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it when I, and I, and I told my boyfriend this too. I told him, I said, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud because it sounds up. It sounds absurd. Even as I'm telling you guys the story right now, how absurd this sounds. And you guys are probably like, what in the heck, Debbie? But I, I, and I was even, I, I, I'm even embarrassed to even tell you guys, it's like, here I am trying to self-exclude and I'm freaking gambling. And I'm like, where are these people? And then I'm like, oh, it must be a sign. I'm just going to go play. Well, you know how that goes. Um, I go sit down and I just play and play. I'm losing and losing and losing. Uh-huh. We'll talk about a sign, Debbie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, no, it's just not hitting. Spending. I'm like, I, it, it, and I just was like, uh, I don't know. But, but finally, I don't know. After I was like out of every single <laughs> I had for that night. I'm like, oh my God. I went, <clears throat> I finished my beer. I went into the bathroom and um, um, had a good cry, put myself together. And mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh, and I was, I was mad. I was mad at myself, mad at, mad at the casino people because they forgot about me. And I'm thinking, why would you do that to somebody that wants to self-exclude and sit her right there in front of, why would you do that? That's like saying to an alcoholic, okay, well, I know you don't want to drink anymore, but you just sit here right in front of all this booze, open container booze. And, and, you know, I mean, and, and, and again, it's like, it's my, I'm, I'm owning it. Absolutely. But I was just angry. Yeah. And um, I, I was just angry. So I, I, and, and I was down all this money. And, and I was, but mostly as I was angry at myself and, uh, um, I found somebody else, please. And, and they're like, and, and, and they, the person that I found was wonderful and, uh, they took me to where I needed to go. Um, they weren't, but the people that, you know, had me sign there, they weren't nearly as like, you know, the other, the other place was, um, they're just like, okay, well, you know, you know, um, you can't come back here, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure? Are you really sure this is what you want to do? I'm like, um, yes. And I finally, I just looked at them because I was pretty much at like my wood's end. And I, and I looked at them, I go, will you, I go, please, please. I was trying to be as polite as I could without, you know, I said, please, I need to get out of here. Let me sign this and go. And they go, Okay. I signed it. And again, I had to be escorted out and I had somebody completely different out, completely different. And he looked at me while we're walking out and he goes, wow, he goes, um, good for you. He goes, this must've been so hard. And he didn't know what I went through like, well, I'm like, well, thank you. (laughs) And, and I, I mean, you guys, I, if I, if I could have sprinted out of that casino, I would, I wanted out so bad because 
you know. Um, so I get out. He takes me to the car. He has to write, you know, all my information again, just like the other place did. He, I made sure he was out of my eyesight, eyesight and I just bawled in my car. Just, just changed my town. Um, I think as a result of a lot of things, um, what I did, um, I played, <laughs> I was there to self-exclude. Um, um, and just the whole process of that night, it was a lot harder than I thought. Debbie, the moment you talk about crying, having a good long cry, like those moments, like I had so many of those moments, but I didn't cry. I like, just like you talk about, like the, the, the addict parts of us makes us have unrecognizable behavior. I am a very easygoing person. Just, you know, just like you mentioned, you, you were, I'm pretty happy most of the time, but there were times I would get back in my truck after gambling and I would literally scream at the top of my lungs or I would start punching my steering wheel or like I would literally like it is. And I would, I know that's not who I am. Christina, you know, do you, does that sound like a familiar situation for you? Like that, like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I punched my steering wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for me, um, I would, I would leave the casino and, and go sit in my car and just cry. I mean, because especially there towards the end, because I, I could, I, it, I wasn't having fun. I hadn't been having fun for two years, you know, plus years. I hadn't been having fun for a really long time, but I was so compelled to go. Like I, like I, I can't even. And so when you talk about, you don't even want to share the story because you, because it sounds, you know, whatever. That's the thing. That's the thing with us in this community is that we completely understand how you can justify things in your mind that is completely unjustifiable. You know what I mean? Like, or somebody else wouldn't, wouldn't be able to to understand or justify. Um, And what I want to say too, about your story and about, about excluding, because, you know, Josh and I, we were able to send send paperwork in. Um, There is, I have not excluded from the casino um, there's one casino that's that's in our area that is not on the exclusion paperwork. Uh, it's a it's a tribe of them. There's I think they have five and they're building like two more um, within a 45 minute drive. Like like within a 45 minute drive, there's going to be um, I don't know six or seven. But I have not yet gone in and, and done that. I have not gone in. I just haven't had wanted to go, but I need to do it. And, but I have self-excluded from all the other ones, you know, so it was, it's an easier process when you can just fill out the paperwork and send it in versus having to walk in. But what I want to say about that, yeah, I just want to, what I want to say about that is that is a badass move that that is something that takes pure strength to be able to walk in. And even what you did, even in that second casino failed. I failed though. <laughs> no, you didn't. You absolutely did not fail because you walked you, you still excluded and you walked out of there. Um, that, that is pure strength. And, and it's exactly what that guy said, you know, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just in awe of that because I don't know how many times I told myself I was going to self-exclude after I got done playing, you know, and I never did it. And so even though I was able to do it through paperwork, I still haven't taken that courageous step and gone to the, gone to the one that I really, it's closest to me. It's the one closest to me too, which it's the closest to you. Wow. It's closest wow. to me. And it's the one that I gambled at probably the most. Um, 
And you can go, you can still go to that. That's yeah. not included in your, oh, wow. You know what? You go though. You have a son. That's awesome, Christina. I have not gone. Yeah. No, I have not gone. And you can just say, hey, that's not, you can, oh God, you know what? That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That, that a lot plays into the support I have, like with Josh and, and the Broke Girl Society and all that. There is also a casino that I am not banned from um, still because uh, I'm wondering if it's the same one, Christina. But um, but one thing I think about a lot is self-excluding is a very powerful tool. As an addict, you will find ways to gamble. In the same way that you find money that shouldn't exist so you can continue to gamble, it, I mean, self-excluding, if you really want to, you're going to find a way to get to a casino. Um, that's something addiction shows us. Um, that's a, that, now that Josh says that, I think we need to take a trip to that casino and self-exclude together. We should, we should absolutely. But, but one thing, you know, is that, uh, we should do that. Christina, we'll do that and then we'll get our tattoos. How's that? <laughs> but yeah, so something I was going to mention is like a alcoholic doesn't have the option to like not go places where there's alcohol for the most part, right? You want to go to a restaurant, you want to go into a store, like that temptation is always there. So they have to find, so they have to find tools that help them exclude. And I think, I think that the positive that Chris, like, like, like Christina mentioned, being involved in Broke Girl Society, starting her podcast, going to meetings, her being engaged in her recovery is really what's helping her not gamble at this point. It's not being excluded from the casinos. It's the beautiful things that have come into her life. And that's something I feel like we can say without a shadow of a doubt is true. As an addict, when you stop engaging in that addictive behavior, your life changes. It just does. And it gets better and better and better and time um, you know, it stacks on each other and you may slip again, but um, it is be- it is really beautiful getting to know yourself again after leaving addiction <laughs> or after, you know, after battling it. It's like you really do start to recognize yourself again. You start to really fall in love with yourself again. And when you're in that powerful place, um life is different. Like, look at what Christina's created with her podcast with, you know, like, like she is helping people all the time, owning her story. And she's yes. And, and it's a, and like, you know, we talked, I mentioned earlier, I said, I see the addict part of myself as someone as a separate part of me. Right. And I feel like what I've done is I've walked over to that part of me. I gave it a big hug and I said, I said, bud, we cannot gamble anymore. I am so sorry. And what's so surprising is by accepting and integrating and loving that active part of myself, it's actually improved my life and my well-being. It's made me, it's like accepting the fact that I'm an addict, loving myself through it and forgiving myself and also, you know, letting them know we can't do this anymore. It's like it just I don't know it makes you better right Christina wouldn't you say yeah can can I ask you guys something uh since you're um many months into this how would either one of you right now be able to be in a casino and not gamble 
or would you be in a casino at all if you had to go to a casino for what like a concert let's say would you go at this um, i i could i could walk through now i can't speak for josh because he's he's had some brushes but i i personally am not ready to be around a casino i think that's probably one of the reasons why i haven't gone i don't I don't have the urge to gamble. I don't crave going up there. Um, but I probably won't even go to a concert that will put me in, in that position at this point in my recovery. And if that I'm being truthfully honest, I, I just won't put myself in that, in that position at the moment. I don't know either way, but I don't want to test it either. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Josh, what do you say? Yeah, uh-huh. I feel the same. I would even, um, I would even say I am so pr- I love myself so much now that I actually kind of get excited when someone invites me to the casino, which still happens. And I say, oh, I can't. I'm an addict. <laughs> like it makes me feel like, yes, because I because because I'm actually not ashamed of it anymore. Like when yeah, when someone invites me something to the casino and. I'm telling you, integrating it, integrating it into your life and owning it, it's going to make you softer. It, I don't know. It's really like I haven't announced it to everyone, but I don't hide it. And it's because I feel good about it now. Like I am an addict, unfortunately. And you'll meet a lot of people who are alcoholics who are like, oh, I'm, I, I'm sober. Or I don't drink, you know? And I think for us, to have long-term success, we have to really own it. We have to be like, this is who we are. I I mean, at least for me. So yeah, I would say, no, I do not want to go back to a casino. I don't know if I could be strong. And so with that being said, I feel very good telling people no and why. (laughs) That Wow. That's impressive. Cause no, yeah, I could never say that ever out loud right now. Yeah, no. And that's what I was going to say is, um, it t- you asked Josh this five months ago and he, he, nope, he wouldn't, nope. he wouldn't have said it. He wouldn't have been able to tell you. I want no yeah. one to know. Same with me. <laughs> nope. You asked me, um, yeah. you know, seven months ago, of course that kind of went, it went really quick for me because once I, once I got into the community and, and struggled to find women to connect with, it changed everything for me. Um, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this alone. I'm going to, to, to find a way uh, to connect with other women. And so that changed for me. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to, to own it and, and, but it wasn't right away. And even in my podcast, if you listen to him early on versus now, um, you can see kind of the growth in the podcast. Um, cause they're, most of them are, are kind of in order. Uh, so you can see kind of where I've started to kind of own it and, and accept it and, and, you know, talk about it. And I, I, I can see that I have so much more to share and to talk about but it's, it's all, it's all in time. It's all in time. Um, you know, and this is a good way to kind of, kind of close this out is everything happens for a reason. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a time. And so as you're starting early recovery and you've made all these, these big steps right away, give yourself some time to accept it, some time to soak it in. Um, you know, the, the first, few weeks are, are hard. There's a lot of emotions, especially with females, you know, because we're, we're already on this emotional roller coaster aside from anything else. Then you add like trying to withdraw from something. Um, 
so be patient with yourself, be kind with yourself, um, prepare your boyfriend, you know, like, uh, just be like, there's going to be anger. There's going to be irritation. You chew too loudly next to me. I'm going to want to punch you in the throat. Like, honestly, honestly, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be those kinds of things. And you've just got to, um, you know, just be kind to yourself, be patient and love yourself through it. And, you know, I'm always, always available. Um, I work full time and I sleep, but you know, in between. Yeah. So great. I reached out all the time. I know. I'm like, I don't think she ever sleeps. I swear. She's two hours ahead of me and she's responding. (laughs) So I so appreciate that. Oh my gosh. Because you are, you are my only resource. I, I, yeah, I think I've shared it. Nobody, my family, no, my close, nobody knows. Christina is that person. She, um, there are other people now I can talk to about gambling, but she was my first, she was, she was the only person in my life that knew for a while. And, um, I am, it's very beautiful to think about how many, people Christina is that person for. And, um, I hope that this whole experience helps you feel stronger and better about this and your ability to, um, overcome it. I just got free therapy, you guys for an hour. Well, there's a lot of great tools. Yeah. There's a lot of great tools out there and that's, you know, that's the thing. And you found the podcast, all the different podcasts there are, um, there's, there's different apps and things like that. Um, you know, and there's, there's all kinds of tools that I'll help. I'll help you however I can and, and see if we can find other things that are going to help aid in, in your recovery and, and keep moving you, moving you forward. And I just look forward to just walking with you in recovery. So, um, and, and you can always reach out. I don't want you to ever feel like even if, if a slip does, does happen or something, you know, I want you to, to make sure you always reach out and, and, um, yeah, have that conversation. So I really appreciate you coming on. I know we kind of changed it up on you and, and decided to just make this an episode with you. So no, 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 that's great. No, it's been great. It's been great meeting you, Debbie. Oh, well you too, Josh. <laughs>